Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Good Risings. I'm Liz Earnshaw, and this is Hash It Out. This week, we've been looking at the concept of turning towards. Turning towards is what I believe to be one of the most important relationship concepts there is. And so we looked at how to think of it when we're living within our communities, with strangers even. We looked at how to think about it in our workplaces and with our kids. Today, I want to share with you an excerpt from my book, I Want This to Work, that has to do with turning towards. And in this excerpt, I talk about how All of the major relational theories kind of have the same few things that they tell us to do. So whether you're into Gottman or Sue Johnson or Stan Tatkin or Terry Real, any of the relationship stars kind of say the same few things. And what I've found is that what it boils down to is that people in relationships know how to do three things, which I've called the three R's. They know how to respect each other, they know how to be responsive to each other, and they know how to behave reliably. When we think about turning towards, we're thinking about responsiveness. And so here's a little excerpt from the book that I wanted to share with you. Relationships thrive on responsiveness and they die on dismissiveness. Learning to be responsive to our partner's needs, boundaries, feelings, and thoughts is an incredibly important relational skill. Responsiveness is the foundation of our bonding system. We want to know that when we are in pain, our partner sees us and feels moved to support us. And that when we are celebrating, they rejoice with us, that they're happy with us, that they encourage us. We want to know our partner understands boundaries and responds accordingly, and we hope They hear us when we express our thoughts and at least show some curiosity and interest. In fact, when assessed on relationship quality, people are more likely to respond positively about their relationship if they believe that their partner is cognizant of, sensitive to, and behaviorally supportive of each other's core values and needs. Imagine the life of a plant. Responsiveness is a plant owner who pays attention to the needs of the plant. They recognize that the plant needs water or has had too much, and they adjust their behavior on the basis of the plant's needs. A dismissive plant owner doesn't pay much attention. Even if the plant's leaves are wilting, they stay on the same watering schedule. If the leaves are yellowing from overwatering, they still water. Or worst of all, they just don't bother to water, and they allow the plant to dry up. When we can offer responsiveness, even when we don't agree, we become a safe person for our partner to explore their inner world. I also understand that this is really, really hard in practice. When we don't agree with what our partner is saying, it takes a lot of discipline to put our own agenda to the side and to listen wholeheartedly. Our job is to recognize the validity of our partner's needs, feelings, and thoughts, and learn how to respond to them with empathy or curiosity. 
you can acquire skills that help you attune to responsiveness. But the art of it asks you to truly pay attention to who your partner is and what they need in the moment. Responsiveness also asks you to notice and tend to positive emotions like pride, excitement, celebration, and difficult emotions like sadness or frustration or anger. Relationship researcher John Gottman described responsiveness in terms of turning toward. If we return to the plant metaphor, a turning toward response resembles this. I will water you if you ask for it or if I see you need it. Turning away would be, I don't notice you enough to see if you need water or not. And turning against looks like this. I see you need water, but I'm not going to give it. Or I see you've had too much water, but I'm still going to give you more. Turning away would be, I don't notice you enough to see if you need water or not. Turning against looks like this. I see you need water, but I don't give it. I see you've had too much water, but I give you more. I'm Liz Earnshaw, and you can find me on Instagram at Liz Listens. I'm the author of I Want This to Work. Thank you so much for listening to Good Risings. We love to hear from you. So if you have a moment, please leave us a review. Thank you. Until next time, love on your loved ones. And when that gets hard, tune in to me to learn how to hash it out. We have some exciting news. You can now search more than 700 Good Risings episodes on the new Fathom.fm app, the podcast player from the future. Go to fathom.fm slash goodrisings, ask questions, and hear answers directly from the Good Risings podcast. Good Risings is presented by Cavalry Audio.